drink cinema. Cheese. Fear that it am. Fear that I. Whatever the fuck they say. Come on, it's to drink cinema time. Hey. <laughs> Welcome. With steel drums in it, though. <laughs> I've got. We did accents. But I have a couple of comments about accents right. um, to come up in the episode. But uh, welcome to Two Drink Cinema. We are two out of three brothers reviewing movies, two drinks at a time. Hello, Brett. Hello, Lee. How are you? I'm good. Good. Are you feeling are you inspired? Dead? Are you dead? I forgot that was a running joke. Yeah. I knew it was in the movie. I know. It was- but I didn't know that he said it four times. It was a bit, it, maybe too many times. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Were, um, funny movie, though. It's a funny movie. It is funny, but it's all right. Anyway, I don't right. feel that inspired, to um, be honest. I've, I'm ready to go with this cocktail, actually. Ooh. I've seen the ingredients. I like three of them incredibly. And I And then also... there's two other types of rum. <laughs> no, I like, uh, well, there's three types of rum. There is three types of rum. So you can tell that it is a tropical cocktail. Because they love a rum mm. in the Caribbean, and I'm sure Captain Morgan sailed through the Caribbean doing his pirating. Yes, yeah, maybe he did. I saw a meme during the week. It's been a while. Um, of a guy that went to a pirate-themed dress-up party with the "You wouldn't steal a car from the pirate oh, that's DVDs." Amazing. <laughs> I'm so stealing that. If anybody has a, um, um, I know a couple of people that. Uh, Print T-shirts, so maybe we could get pirate that. Going. that. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not pirate the T-shirts, but they could print the T-shirts for us. You wouldn't steal. Wait, if you wouldn't steal a handbag, you well, wouldn't steal maybe. a handbag. You wouldn't steal a car. I'll go. And but he also had like CDR DVD yeah, yeah, yeah. that he'd written on with Sharpie that he was handing out to people at the party. Very good. Great. Um, what drink have you invented? I've for invented us this week um, a Cool Runnings. Good Cool Runnings, or yeah. in France. A Rasta Rocket. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, I don't know if that's okay. Yeah. But he, here we are. Um, so, yes, it has Bacardi, Captain Morgan, Malibu. Yep. Midori. Yep. And pineapple juice. I do like the green did, at the bottom. I did get that. I was like, that's I hope I do this right. Almost our most successful layering. I think it might be. All right. Shall we try it? But it's good. Look at it. Yeah. It's good. Cheers. Cheers, man. And there's plenty of ice in it, so yep. it's cool. Yep. Pineapple juice. <laughs> Malibu and pineapple. Malibu and pineapple. Done. Yeah. I, I think I do think Malibu It's very coconut is an overpowering flavour. More more Captain Morgan. Is it equal? It's equal. It's all equal. This is the first guy, this is the second guy, this is the third guy, this is the fourth guy, and that's John Candy. <laughs> so this is this, no, surely this one's the big guy. Yeah, sure. This is the Sprinter. But this is yeah. the Yule Brenner. Yeah. This is the one with the money. Yep. And this is... Sanka Coffee. Sanka. <laughs> Dumb. Uh, okay, so it was based on an actual um, yes. bobsled team from uh, Jamaica. Uh-huh. 
end loosely. Of, end of end yeah, yeah, yeah. of end likeness. of association. <laughs> what we said about Oliver freely based freely on. based on. Yep. Um, so I won't go through all. I won't list all of the errors. Uh, now, well, not errors, but artistic license. But it was pretty um, loose. Funny movie. Mm. Yeah. Follows very much follows the cliches of the sports movie. Yes. Because we have well, the big one. So I looked this up as well. Like obviously I know a few. I'm a I'm a fan of the sports movie. Uh-huh. Everything from Karate Kid as I'm wearing. Yeah. To Major League. And in between. And a league of their own, of course. Thank you. We're on the record for that. So lovable underdogs. Yep. Tick. Women. Fa- oh, that's a legal error. Sorry. <laughs> Failed coach. Tick. Yep. Uh, the misfits. The team of misfits. Team of misfits that don't get to quite get along that at the start. don't get along. No. Yeah. Uh, but tick. The nasty arch enemies. Mm. Tick. Like, make a list. The Soviets, yeah. the Swedes, the Canadians, whoever. The general IOC. Yeah. <laughs> um, the inspirational joke. The inspirational speech is an inspirational joke prayer. Yeah. But John Candy also gets the chance to do an inspirational speech when he convinces the committee to let them compete. Yeah. Which also ticks the trope of this coach didn't believe in them, but now he's on their side. Um, And the one that didn't, the trope that didn't tick was the last second victory. Yes. Because, like, you know, baseball movie, they're two runs down in the bottom of the ninth and yep. they've got to get a hit. Or, you know, they're one goal behind in, you know, the football game and they've got to score a goal. Yeah, or two. yeah. Um, and they get the last second victory. But they didn't, um, they didn't do that in this movie, which I'm glad for mm-hmm. because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, if they had won... I would have been no, thank you very much. It doesn't make sense. Jamaica winning a bobsled, like like an Australian guy winning like speed skating or something, just doesn't quite make sense. Yeah, it if doesn't. that really happens, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And until you see the actual footage of why that happened, mm. you realise why it happened. It's Australia's greatest sporting moment. It is. Should anyway. be a movie about it, but we'll come to moving that later. on from Steve Bradbury. Um, you know, I met him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, He's a nice guy. Bought me a drink. Wasn't he on Dancing with the Stars? Oh, probably. Doesn't every Olympian go on that at some stage? Yeah. That's what it wasn't in this movie. The guys from Cool Runnings being on Dancing with the Stars. Um, So, yeah, it ticks all of those and it follows the story of these, well, this one guy in Mm. Jamaica who didn't make the Olympic team for sprinting decides to try bobsledding because his dad had a drink once with a guy who was a bobsledder. And there's a photo. Yeah. And so yeah. he's just like, yeah, why not? Not boxing, like not boxing or long jump. Lots of sprinters yeah. who yeah. can't do it in t- do 100 in 10 seconds do long jump. Or do the 200 or like yeah. the triple jump or there's something that still requires running and Jumping, yeah. like, you know Long what I mean? Long distance running. Yeah. Cross country. I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> whenever someone says, 
running, that scene from Greece pops into my head. Yeah, okay. Anyway, but that's <laughs> not what we're talking about. Um, so it follows the story of this uh, successful sprinter, son of a successful sprinter, who doesn't make the Olympic team for sprinting, and so decides the next best thing is bobsledding, mm-hmm. even though the Summer Olympics are two years away, but the Winter Olympics are two months away. Yep. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. He's never seen snow. He's mm-hmm. never seen ice. But his mate is a downhill cart driver. Yep. So sure. it's logical. That's a that's a full-time <laughs> profession. And then, in a little bit of what I'm sure is artistic license, the guy that tripped him also joins the team. He just walks in. <laughs> he's like, we're still doing this? Yeah. Yeah. With the guy, the two people on the island who hate you more than anybody else on the island. Yeah. So, but that scene where they, where John Candy shows the video of the people dying. Yes. Doing bobsledding and they turn around and everyone's gone. I remember that scene and I still laughed out loud. Yeah. (laughs) So, that team comes together and they have to fight against all odds, which is very sporting. I think there's even a sporting movie called Against All Odds. Probably. And oh, that's a Phil Collins song. And I think of. that's the book about the Bulldogs Premiership in 2016. Against all odds. Anyway. That I might recommend somebody. Re- we're we're going to watch, actually. No, I won't talk about that. We're going to watch the <laughs> Bulldogs final series again this year. Oh, because God. they're not in the finals. And I don't need to watch Collingwood win another one. So Maybe we'll one uh, for a while. watch the Bulldogs instead. The also line, once they get the team together... I lolled at, how about I draw a line down the middle of your head so it looks like a butt? (laughs) (laughs) I remember remember thinking that line was hilarious when I was like five. Yeah, and I still laughed. Yeah. But I I think I laughed because I remember laughing. And then we used to just walk around quoting it. Yeah. Yeah. So then we get, so they come together, right, and they- Somehow John Candy's convinced to let them train and to train them. So we get a training montage. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't love a training montage? Uh, which is, I think we get more than one. And the first one is them just trying to get into the sled. Yeah. That ends with Sanka in the ice truck breaking his frozen dreads off. Yeah. Which is funny. But then one of the issues I have with the story is within the space of about a day and a half... John Candy goes from I never want to hear the word bobsled again to convincing the Jamaican Olympic Committee, which seems to be one guy, that these guys are it. Yeah. Like they could win an Olympic medal. They could win an Olympic medal from two weeks of training before or not on ice yet. No, and they haven't trained on any ice and they don't have a sled. They don't have a sled. And what they've done is rolled down a rickety hill and crashed into a police car. Yeah, and that's enough for John Candy to be like, you're, you're in. in. Yeah, you, you've got what it takes, kids. So off they go and suddenly they're in Calgary yeah, uh, where it's freezing and Sanka puts on every piece of clothing, which is funny. In a weird sped up kind of thing <laughs> when he was doing it. Yeah, that's a very 1993 type effect just, uh, is to speed him up like that with a little bit of funny music. Yeah. The... Then we meet the arch enemies. John Candy has one in that Canadian guy who seems to be on the committee. Which is a total conflict of interest. He's like managing a team. 
Yeah. And then he's like, I'm on the committee. I'm like, no, you can't do both, mate. He's not just on the committee. Like, he's like, he's at yeah. the head of the table. Yeah. He, like, killed a guy to get on there, too. That's but what then I'm sure. also the – they have arch enemies for no reason. Yeah, like people the, are just like, you're different. Ugh. Yeah, but, like, it's not just like everyone hates us. They seem to have concentrated it to fill the trope of arch enemy. If I was a sports person, which I am, yeah, I wouldn't be arch enemy with the worst team. Your arch enemy no. with Surely your, the Russians yeah. and the Swiss are arch enemies. Your arch enemy with your number two, like the team you always come up against and you nearly beat them, and then they beat you, and you go back and forth. Yeah, yeah. not the team that finished last on the ladder. No, or the team that probably shouldn't be there. Yeah. And in real life, we're actually disqualified because they didn't get their entrance in on time. Yeah. And then people campaigned for them to get in and they went anyway. um, We get a slow-mo of the Swiss doing it, which is another sporting trope. Then we get into the feelings bit, the theme of it. Yeah. Which is about working hard. Mm. And trying mm. your best. It's not about winning. And team. having hopes and dreams. You can lose the World Series. And he says, go ahead, Yul Brenner. Go get your palace. <laughs> Why? Marry the Queen of England. Why? Yul Brenner. Why was his name Yul Brenner? <laughs> I also don't understand. It It was not a joke. No. Like, and if this is a kid's movie, right? Yes. What kid is sitting there going, <laughs> like the king and I? Yeah? yeah. Like, yeah. what? So, the the names of the real people... Are di- completely different, which is stupid. Devin Harris, Dudley Stokes, Michael White, Freddie Powell, and Chris Stokes. That's fine. Last minute replacement. Oh. Was one of them uh, injured or something. Because they crashed out a couple of times. Yeah. Like in the real thing. So, yeah. All right. I'll get to the ending of the story and then I'll tell you the real ending. The, the, yeah. Go ahead, Yul Brenner. Go get your palace. Yep. So, he inspires Yul Brenner. It's good to have dreams, even though he's rich and he's like the probably the most privileged guy on the island. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> and then Yul Brenner gets into a fight for the rich boy. Because he's pumping up the rich boy to have his dreams as well. Yeah, a little moment. Sexual tension. Yeah, there's a bit there. <laughs> there's a bit going on. They were sharing a room. Yeah. It's very oh. Brokeback Mountain, but in Calgary. <laughs> and not cowboys. Not cowboys. You know, they don't like each other and they're forced to stay in the same room. Yeah. And then they have tent. sex and then they cheat on their wives. Yeah. And then, um, oh, that's a sad movie. Anyway. <laughs> Another trope is that they have to, it comes in at this point when Yul Brenner's helping the rich kid, is that they have to inspire the underwhelming person on the team. Yeah. Like there's someone on the team that needs a bit of a lift that will help them get over the line. Uh Uh-huh. And it's always a team sport thing. And it's always, yeah, and then it's always the best player, it's always on them. You yeah. have to do this yeah. without you. We're nothing, Gina yeah. Davis. Like very so, that. Yul Brenner has to promote the underwhelming person, but it's still the main guy. Yeah, that has to do that final thing and make it all work. Yeah, we 
have our inspirational speech to get them back into the competition, and then we have our joke prayer, which mm. the guys all laugh at. We have the traditional comeback because the fir- they have to make the first run be crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if they Obviously. were good in the first one, they're like, oh, well, they're good. Yeah. Let's see them be good in the second Roll one. Roll credits. Yeah. So they have to, like in baseball movies or football movies, have to put them behind in the score. Yep. But then we have another night where they get to say winning isn't everything. Mm. You're, you don't have to stack weights in the front of your sled because winning isn't everything. Yep. Even though the only reason he took them there is to win. Yes. They crash. And even though they all should be very injured, they stand up and carry the sled to the finish line to applause. Mm. The credits roll and they say they returned to the Olympics as equals. But doesn't say anything about the results of the next time yeah. to the Olympics. They were equals, but they still came last. So it doesn't follow like it, it it doesn't follow a very traditional story structure in like normal life something goes wrong and they have to fix it back to normal. Yeah. But it does tick all of the sporting movie trope boxes. Uh-huh. Uh, with a fair amount of artistic license. Before that last run in the movie, they were a chance for a medal. <laughs> right? Yes. So the historical differences section on Wikipedia. Uh-huh. Jamaica was disqualified yeah. by the IOC for late entry into the competition, but pressure from several appeals, including from Prince Albert of Monaco, who competed in the event himself, led to the reversal of the decision as opposed to an appeal by their coach. So it wasn't like it was just actually Prince Albert was like, give him a go. Yeah. They're like, yeah, okay. What have, you got to have 15 entrants instead of 14. Why the hell not? So Jamaica crashed out in their third uh, run of four. Uh-huh. Out of 26 contestants, they finished 24th, 25th, and 26th. Yeah. Uh, with times of 58, 59, and a minute three. Becoming the only four-man team in the competition to post a time over one minute. <laughs> They oh, finished, gosh. They finished 26th They did make overall. history. The film implies that the only country from a tropical climate was Jamaica, but Netherlands Antilles and the US Virgin Islands competed in the two-man bobsleigh. Oh, okay. The competition, yeah. They're not Caribbean, but they are tropical. Tropical. Okay. okay. But Netherlands is probably a little bit more associated, like Netherlands Antilles yeah, yeah. has a bit of... Dutch heritage yeah. where it's cold. They just went, let's, yeah, let's move. They probably were able to take those people from that island. And say, hey, do you want to stay over here? Into Dutch land. Do the biathlon. Yeah. Where you ski around and shoot. Ski around and shoot. Yeah. If you haven't seen oh, there you go. Robin Williams' sketch on that, then um, have a look at it. I might put on the TikTok. Two members of the Jamaican team competed in the two-man sled, uh, coming 30th out of 38. Oh, that's slightly better. Yeah. It's worse, but of more. The crash. In the film, the team crashes due to mechanical and structural failures, right? Yeah. In the real world, they were just shit drivers, basically. Yeah. (laughs) I also found it weird they never really addressed that. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, we crashed out. And then, like, why did you crash? It's like, yay. Slow clap. Like... 
Yeah. They went like, you, mate, baddie, you sabotaged our sled. So, yeah, in reality, the crash occurred on their penultimate run and was deemed to occur due to driver inexperience, excess speed, and regressing the turn too high, which caused the sled to become unstable and top-heavy, leading it to topple. That's how Bob's sled works. Um, They didn't really injure themselves in the real life. Okay. Um, Which is odd. Although one of them did get friction burn from the ice mm. uh, because it's a, it, they, I don't think they had very good helmets. Either. Probably not. Uh, and then they just pushed the sled. They didn't carry it oh. in the real world. So there is a fair bit of artistic as, license. As you're privy to when you're writing a movie that's based on a true story. But yeah. you can still use, you know, the same names. Yeah, but maybe they didn't so that they <clears throat> could take more artistic license. Yeah, so then it's not like... Whoever the real guy is, like I didn't do that. I didn't say that. Yeah. And the, based on a true story, is that a Jamaican bobsled team went to the Olympics. That's basically as based as it is. Well, it's just, hey, it was a bit funny that these Jamaicans did bobsled. Yeah. Let's write a movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, which is what they did. Which is how the premise came about, and they did it. Um, John Candy is great. He's John Candy. John Candy's John Candy. It's the definitely f- not his best movie, though. The four main guys, only one of them was born in the Caribbean. Yes. Um, and their accents, okay, uh-huh. were apparently early on in the making of the movie, the accents were really good. So good that uh, the head of Disney was concerned that people wouldn't understand them. Right. Okay. So Right. The this is from a Guardian article. The lead actors had such perfect Jamaican accents that there was a fear non Jamaicans wouldn't understand them. Jeffrey Katzenberg, then chairman of Walt Disney Studios, was getting frustrated. Now the director, John Turtletorb which may not be how you say his name. Yep, love it. uh, Said that he was getting frustrated and he said, I began to worry he'd fire me if I couldn't get them to speak the way Sebastian the Crab did in The Little Mermaid. (laughs) (laughs) Then he goes on to say in this article, but instead of coming up with some fancy directorial reason why they should lessen the Jamaican accent while representing the dignity of their Caribbean heritage, I just mumbled, I'm going to get fired if you don't sound like Sebastian. Oh, God. They laughed and saved my job doing so without compromising their authenticity. <laughs> there are moments where the accents get a little bit jokey. Yes. They they do get a little bit much. But There's a lot of man and, you know, yeah. stuff. Yeah, I've never been to Jamaica, so I don't know how much they actually say mon. No. But I'm not sure it's as much as they do in this movie. I don't think so, man. It's, but they yeah. don't sound quite like Sebastian, thank yeah. God. I will say, like, it is very much like a kid's movie. Until, actually, I might save that for worst line. Okay. Um, because, you know, it's like, uh, it's it's just very cookie cutter, you know. And it, I, yeah. I didn't laugh that much. I didn't no. find it that funny. No. I... Didn't find it that funny now, but I do definitely remember thinking it was funny. Yeah. 
Um, it's yeah, it very much fits the mold and the tropes of the sporting movie, mm-hmm. while ticking all of the family tropes. Yeah, yeah, like Mighty Ducks, pretty much, but not quite as good. I haven't seen Mighty Ducks for a while. Didn't create a franchise no. like Mighty Ducks or a reboot TV series so that Disney can make some money off nostalgia. Yeah. And Emilio Estevez gets another job. Yeah. So that's the story. Okay. That's of, great. Um, cool Runnings. Tick the tropes box, tick the family box. It's not aged badly. No, I think it's, it's still fine. watchable for kids. I think the accents are a bit like at times. Yeah. But there's plenty of movies where accents are much worse and aged more poorly. Yeah. You seen Breakfast at Tiffany's lately? Ooh. I'm not allowed to watch it. It's been cancelled. It's been cancelled, which is kind of fair enough. It's pretty bad. What about the impact of the movie Cool Runnings? You know what? There's, There's not a lot. Oh, really? Like, you know what I mean? It's like it didn't, like you said, it didn't. There's no sequel. Did it make anybody join bobsled? Maybe. I, bobsled the reason I know what bobsledding is. <laughs> did bobsledding take off? Yeah, it increased in by a thousand 90s. percent. Yeah. Um, no. Um, look, it was nominated for AFI things, right? Yes. It was nominated for the AFI's list of top 10 sports films. But okay. Didn't, didn't make the list. Oh. And then it was nominated for the AFI's list 100 Cheers, which is like their list of the most inspirational movies. Okay. It didn't make the list. So it's not as inspiring as Madame Curie. Oh. Oh. I don't know. I just picked a name on that list. (laughs) Um, The number one on that is It's a Wonderful Life. The best sports film, according to AFI's Raging Bull. I saw a meme about... um it's a Wonderful Life, and it said the reason that this movie hasn't dated itself is because everybody can still identify with the line when he says, do you know how much time it takes a man to earn $5,000? Yeah. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, because it just goes in and out. Yeah. Um, the cover version of the song I can see clearly now from the movie, mm. which I forgot was from this movie. Yeah. It went to top 40 in many countries, Ooh. including the UK, France, and Canada. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. There was a few alternate castings. Oh, I like them. So, Disney envisioned the original cast would be... Oh, no. <laughs> Denzel Washington, mm. Eddie Murphy, mm. Wesley Snipes... Marlon Wayans. Okay. And John Candy. Could you Den- could they have afforded them? No. No. no, no. <laughs> Denzel Washington turned down the role and Eddie Murphy turned down the role of Sanka. So Eddie Denzel was gonna be the main guy. Yep. Derice. Yep. yep. Derice? Yep. Derice. Anyway. And Eddie was gonna be Sanka. Doy. Yes. Um <laughs> Wesley Snipes was gonna be Yul Brenner. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Because um, the pay was, wasn't was enough. So, no, they couldn't afford them. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, Eddie Murphy... Eddie Murphy was big. 1987 was Eddie Murphy raw. So, like... Yeah. Late- and, like, 
late eighties into nineties yeah. is like peak Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Denzel we- was not going to go. I want an Oscar for a Civil War movie and let me do Cool Runnings. Like wasn't Philadelphia the same year? The same year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine in the same year you had Philadelphia. Yeah. And Cool Runnings. Yeah. Both come out. Mm. What about Wesley? What was he up to at that point? Oh, who knows? Shit action movies, probably. Blade. No, he wasn't up to Blade yet. 1998 was Blade. Maybe um, he wasn't that big yet. He Marlon been, Wayans, I don't think, would have been. He would have been the bargain. Mm. Um, another person that auditioned for a role yep. was Tupac. Oh. Yeah. Um, mm. Oh, no. Wesley Snipes, the year before, did White Men Can't Jump. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Another sporting movie. Maybe that's why I was like, oh, I don't want to be pigeonholed. Typecast as a sporty So guy. we did a vampire hunter instead. Yeah. God. Marlon Wayans. It was pre-scary like movies he's and stuff. young. Yeah. He did the year. No, it was like would have been like his third movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get you, sucker, which I shouldn't have said like that, even though it's written like that. Okay. Um, and in 1992, did Mo Money. Uh-huh. And then 1994, Above the Rim. So he didn't do anything in 1993. No. He could have done this. But then he played... Oh, no. He played himself in a two-pack movie in 2003. Oh, right. Okay. Um, And that's about it. Right. No, no Oscars. No, surprisingly, oh, no Oscars. What a surprise. It was nominated for a young... Teen Choice Award shit or whatever, but oh, nothing, nothing major. It only took 155 million worldwide. Yeah, yeah, which is. I think it's much more of a nostalgic cult movie than an actual successful movie. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. nobody from this movie went on to do anything. No, John Candy was already John Candy. Yeah, and then he. This was like the second movie he did before he died. Second last. So this was the last movie that was released while he was alive. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. And he does look quite unhealthy. Yeah. It's got some other, like, cast guys in it. Like Raymond J. Barry is someone. He's a someone. Um, But after that, Peter Outerbridge... After that on the list on Wikipedia, there's only three names that are blue. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> and none of them have pictures in IMDb. Uh, no, no. And um, even the guy that plays Junior, Raul D. Lewis, that isn't blue on <laughs> Wikipedia. So he's not got his own page. Yeah. So they didn't move on uh, to big things, unfortunately. Oh, well. And you're right. This is not John Candy's best movie. No, like it's you. Could that be another segment? Is this their best? Yeah. Right. Okay. No. For our next movie. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Is this their best movie? Um, Leon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just Leon. <laughs> yeah. As I saw him on one page. Yeah. Leon. Uh, yes. All the four All guys. All the four guys. Yes. John Candy. No. No. Um, anyway. Anyway. Um, Shall we do some awards? Let's do some we awards. We really haven't had we? much to say. About no, this look, movie. it's a very basic movie. It's a basic movie in story. It's a basic movie in just what it is. It's a yeah. bit of fun. Yeah, it's if a bit of fun. Kids, go see show with the kids. Draw a line on your face. Look like a bum. Whatever. 
If it's a Winter Olympic year, put it on. Put it on. For your kids. Yeah. Because there's no fucking Aussies to watch the Winter Olympics. Did we do all right now? We've got some bloody ski jumpers, don't Aerial we? Aerial skiers. The ones that do the flips. Yeah. Snowboarders. Snowboarders. We're good at that now. Yeah, yeah. Stone little snowboarders. It's mm. another Robin Williams sketch I can talk about. Anyway, <laughs> I won't. All right. Let's do the... What should we start with? I don't even have that many nominations on <laughs> these things. The worst extra? Worst extra, the Andy Millman from Extras. Worst extra award. Um, Sanka joins in the boot scooting and not one person looks at him. Yep. <laughs> Especially when he's dancing completely terribly. He's not even, like, he's not even in a line. Like, pretending no, that he knows he's he's not line dancing. He's, he's just dancing. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, that's my only nomination. I wrote... Guy behind them when he put, like, the first trial and they get in and then he pushes them, what, however they do it. There's a guy behind them that I nominated just because yep. he's got a really weird face. <laughs> not not like he has a weird face. Like, he's pulling a weird face. Oh, okay. No, like, this guy's ugly. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe he is. Um, so, I nominated that. And then I nominated the hotel maid that delivers the letter to the room. Because she's just like, letter. <laughs> Something like that. It's just very just like, thanks. I feel like that's just before they went on. Someone's like, shouldn't she say something? <laughs> Should she say letter, not just stand there with a letter? Uh, all right. So is it the boot scooting crew? I think it might be because I was like. <laughs> it's like 25 people there that don't react to this. Like yeah. the blackest man in Calgary. Yeah. Joining but not really joining their dance night. And nobody reacting or being like, and he's like, howdy, park now. Or whatever yeah, he says. Racist. Not really. Okay. All right. That's the Andy Millman worst um, extra award goes to that whole dance crew. Yeah. That it's not an 88 person dance crew. I'm still you watching all, Good Place for anyone that's keeping up. You all failed together. The uh, Estelle Reiner. I've mm. got to stop myself every time from saying Estelle Getty. Yeah. Because she's much more iconic than Estelle Reiner. Although, oh, it's a pretty iconic scene. The Estelle iconic. Reiner Best Extra Award. Um, I'll have what she's having, uh-huh. which allows us to stretch the rules to the person who says to Sanka, I'll pay you $1 to shut up. <laughs> right. That's yes. my nomination. Yeah. I have two. Um, yeah. And they're both montaged. Montage? Uh, the woman who beats Yul Brenner at arm wrestling. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. And then the old lady at the kissing booth. I had yeah. her nominated as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or could it be, and this is a horny point, I could watch that backside all day. <laughs> Ooh, no, because she comes back, I think. So she's a bit more oh, than yeah, extra. She's, she's, she's in the, the bar. bar. Yeah. And she wants to punch on with the Soviets. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's funny. Um, so old lady. Old lady. Old lady. Old lady that puckers good on up you. to kiss Sanka. The Halle Berry X-Men Worst Line Award. Yep. This is something I took out of my notes about the script. The okay. script is very family. Yeah. Until Sanka says, Tallulah sounds like a $2 hooker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that is out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's one of my nominations. Yeah. I nominated... I'm not smoking, I'm breathing. 
You know, when they get to Calgary and he's at the second. Yeah. Whoa, you're smoking, man. He goes, I'm not smoking. I'm breathing. That's a bit of a racial joke about Jamaican smoking a lot of pot. I don't know if it is. Well, I think. Oh, it's what are you smoking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which it, it was dumb. It was dumb, but also unnecessarily stereotypical. Yep. I also had this one wasn't a line. Okay. At the end, if <laughs> it qualifies, but at the end when they're clapping, the slow clap. Yeah, right. Great. When they're carrying yep. the thing, good moment. But that Canadian guy would not be clapping them. Oh yeah. Done. So I've nominated that because the it's, clapping. Yeah, because it's so out the of screenplay character. of character of. Of yeah, clapping. Yeah. Someone okay. wrote that in the screenplay. It's a yeah. line in a screenplay. Okay. It's too out of character for him. Yeah. Like, Tallulah sounds like a $2 hooker doesn't fit with the script. Yeah. But him clapping doesn't fit with the story. Yeah. I wrote, um, they're walking in the opening ceremony, I think. Yep. And it's like, and the flag bearer is, what's his name? Denise. Oh, I've forgotten his name. Yeah. <laughs> Derice. <laughs> and goes, Bannon's father was a gold medalist in the 200 metres in the sum- Summer Olympics over 20 years ago. Would you not just say, like, the whatever Olympics? You know the year. Like, wouldn't you, wouldn't you just go in the Rome Olympics? Yeah. Or wh- whatever you, it was? You, you could know the year. Yeah. But also that brings the point, like we said at the start, he failed the 100. Yeah. Give the 200 a go, Give like your dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless... And this is where a lack of depth in the script might come in. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to do 200 yeah. to be different to his dad. Yeah. But then he didn't want to be different to his dad because his whole point Still of going wanted, to the Olympics yeah. was to be like his dad. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also wrote, they hate me, they hate you, they hate us. I can't remember exactly when it was said, but I remember thinking, like, you don't need to say you and me and us. They hate you. They hate you. They hate you. They hate yeah. you. They hate me. They hate you. That's all of us. They hate me. They hate us. They don't hate him. Mm. So what wins it? I don't know. <laughs> I I think Tallulah sounds like a two dollar hooker. Yeah, they've tried really hard to make this a generic G-rated, safe movie. for everyone G-rated movie. Yeah. And then they've put that in? Because well, if you want to put something in, say people saying bullshit four times instead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because you, hey, man, that's bullshit. You know, that's yeah, that's something they would say, not your mum's a $2 hooker. I don't get kissing the egg. That's an aside, but that doesn't yeah. pay off. Like, I thought <laughs> I that saw- was going to be, like, this is actually something I should have mentioned in my story discussion. Putting something like that in, Needs a payoff. Yeah. Right? It needs to, before their second run. The good one. The egg cracks. The egg, yeah. And he's like, I can't do it. This is going to be shit. But yeah. then they do the good run. Yeah. And it go- I read something that was like, he kept the prop of the egg. And it was like, because it was rubber. And I'm like, well, yes, obviously. It's not a real egg. Especially at one point he was looking at the egg and you could see like- the line around it of where, like, they've joined, joined two yeah. halves of it together. Like you have the squash ball. That yeah, yeah, the yeah. Around that's it. exactly what it looked like. Uh, um, all right. So, the uh, Halle Berry X-Men worst line goes to Tallulah sounds like a $2 hookup. <clears throat> yeah. The Ben Stiller, there's something about Mary most cryingest moment when they carry I... the sled. Oh, okay. I thought you would. I, I knew it was going to happen, but 
It's a moment. Uh, yeah, well, also Hans Zimmer, good music. Can do a score. I feel like, because he, <laughs> he wrote the music for A League of Their Own okay. as well. So, I was like, similarities. I was yep. like, it's like they called him and go, Hans, we want you to do another sporting inspirational movie. Okay, so, yeah, that's fine. Okay, but can you kind of do what you did and we'll just add steel drums over <laughs> the top of it all? He's like, yeah, that's fine. Was it like that Alan Silvestri movie I watch, we watched and I was like, he's just used some leftover bits from a Back to the Future. Back to the Future, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or when we watched Jurassic Park, and I was like, he's just used some leftover indie music yeah, that for when they cut. went to South America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so when they carried the sled, I did tear up. So that is okay. the moment. The I'm Your Father most oh, iconic yeah, there is one more, scene. isn't it? I remember Sanka in the freezer. I also remember oh, him in I the don't freezer. Know if that makes an iconic scene, though, I remember that. And then I, we you know when they're practicing in the bathtub. Oh yeah, I think that's one of the iconic scenes. I think so. And then I wrote after they crash, and the slow clap when they're like, "Yep, the actual." It is the greatest slow clap in cinema history. What about Happy Gilmore? You know, because it's Happy like- Gilmore the one where oh no, the guy tries to start the slow clap, <laughs> and then people are like, "Not now, mate." Yeah, was that not another teen movie? Or is that Princess Bride? No, I don't know. <laughs> it is a great slow clap. Yeah, great um, slow clap because it's very slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the 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 most tense moment in this movie is waiting for that second clap. Yeah. There's nothing to do with the yeah, sport. And that's it's why it's that. a sports comedy suspense movie. <laughs> Turtle Taub just put all the suspense <laughs> direction into that Taub- one moment. Tauby's uh, German for shell. Tauby. Tauby's his nickname. Um, that's all I wrote. Um, well, it when they crash? Been, when they actual, the actual crash, the actual yeah. footage of the crash, maybe. Yeah. When they're carrying the sled. Yeah, 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 I think maybe when they're carrying the sled, because that's when the slow clap is happening, isn't it? Oh, I think it's the bathtub. You reckon? Because I feel like that's also like in the trailer. Yeah, and it's a still used to promote the movie. Like if you saw that, you go, "Oh, that's cool running." Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, the bathtub. Yeah, the bathtub. The bathtub. All right. Um, that's it. <laughs> that's it for this movie. Um, not quite as it, you know, I think I had higher expectations of the movie. Yeah. Knowing how much we enjoyed um, it as a kid. Yeah. I, um, in my brass band, we just played somewhere out there oh, from an from American, American tale. tale. And there's an American guy in the band oh. and he's like, his name is Fivel. No. <sighs> He's like, this is iconic watching. You have to go back and watch it. And then he was like, ooh, maybe not. Like he's going back to watch something that you watched as a kid risky. And I'm like, that's my whole fucking podcast. (laughs) I do that every week. We do that every week and realise that a lot of them are shit. Yeah. Uh, And some of them, something about Murray, have not aged well Not aged well at all. Yeah, Oliver. Casey and the Sunshine <laughs> Band. Austin Powers. Um, yeah. I reckon Austin Powers has aged better 
than something about me. Oh, it 100% has. All right. Let's do a top five. Okay. Good. Okay. So we went back and forth with some suggestions of top fives and top five cold sports movies was one of my suggestions. Yeah. Top five Olympic movies was one of your suggestions. Well, there was always a top five sports movies, but as we've said before, bit yes. general. Yes. What? Because we all know my number one and it wouldn't be exciting at all. Yes. Um. So, top five Olympic movies was something that you suggested as well. Yeah. Um, so, let's do that. Okay. Okay. My, well, see, this is the thing. There's a couple of very good Olympic movies that I haven't seen. Yes. Right? Yes. One of them may be in your list. So, I don't want to give yeah. it away. So, I had to put- One of them may be number one. <laughs> I had to put a fictional one in the number five spot. And it's in the number five spot because it's purely fictional. Okay. Blades of Glory. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> it's I funny. I knew it. It is funny. And even if you don't like Will Ferrell. I remember thinking that movie was funny when I saw it. John uh, John Heater is funny. And I read during the week, apparently he was paid $1,000 for Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, but really, like... It's the it's the rest of the cast. Will Ferrell and John Hader are great, mm. but Will Arnett and Amy Poehler, yeah, yeah, yeah. as their arch rivals, are are great. Maybe I should watch that again. So um, that is your number in five. my number five spot. My number five spot is Cool Runnings. Okay, even though I said it's not a great movie and it's pretty basic. All right, it's quite Actually, memorable and nostalgic, and. I didn't think of Blades of Glory. Well, I had to do a little bit of research because I just wanted to check a couple of things. Yeah. Right? So, my number four, mm. I moved it down because it's set at the Olympics, but it's not sporting. Okay. But it's a very, very good movie. Okay. Munich. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's as far as you can get from the movies either side of it on this list. Yep, 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 yep. Um, but it is set at the Olympics. Yep. Uh, and a few of the other ones, when I think of Olympic movies, I haven't seen. So I okay. had to include Munich on my list in the number four spot. But I bumped it down not due to its, due to its quality. Due to its sportiness. Due to its lack of sporting okay. events. In my number four, I wrote, I wrote, <laughs> I have I, Tonya. Yes. See, that's one that I know is good, yeah. but I haven't seen, so I can't put it yeah. on the list. Very good. Like, very iconic events around Olympics and stuff. I have some and more things see- to say about Barbie in our two out of three recommend okay. episode that's coming Stay out. Stay tuned. Okay. Um, yes, iconic events yep. in Olympics. Yeah. Yes. Uh, my number three, I put... Cool Runnings. Oh, (laughs) all right. Because I haven't seen it. So Cool Runnings is a better movie than Munich. All right. (laughs) No, it has more sport in it. You heard it here first, everybody. That's going to be the the clickbait clickbait headline. headline. Two Drink Cinema says- Two Drink Cinema. (laughs) No, you're going to put Lee from Two Drink Cinema so people don't at you. Um, Lee says Cool Runnings is better than Munich. It's not what I'm saying. Yep. Uh, I'm saying that it is more Olympic sporting Mm. than Munich. My number three. Yep. I have Foxcatcher. 
another one I haven't seen. Yeah. I find it really hard to take uh, Steve Carell seriously. Well, that's part of the reason why it's good, because he's good. He puts on an ugly nose and he does he, some surprised stuff. Surprised he didn't win an Oscar. Does some stuff with wrestling. Mm. Can't really remember much about the Wrestles movie. Wrestles Channing Tatum around. Yeah. He's an asshole, apparently. He is an asshole. Yeah, not in, in real, real life. life. <laughs> in um, in the movie, the coach. He's the coach. Sort of and he's an about asshole. the office, right? <clears throat> and this is I fuck my Facebook algorithm because I'll stop for anything. Yeah, I keep getting Buffy memes. I'm like, I don't, I don't watch it. And occasionally, I stopped once for a Doctor Who meme. So now Facebook thinks I don't like Doctor Who. And Mine keeps stopping for people playing poker, like videos. Of, I'm like, why? How did this get on here? It was an office one. And you know, people sometimes are dumb. Okay, people are dumb, generally. Uh This was like, I just think it's hilarious that of all the people that Michael Scott dated, the one that hated him the most is his wife in real life. Like, yeah, that's probably why they made that happen. Idiots. They're also actors. They're acting in a a sitcom. (laughs) So are we up to my number two? Your number two. Uh, Chariots of Fire. Yes, okay. Okay, in yep. my number two. It's a very good movie. I haven't watched it in a while. What's your number one? Vangelis. Well done, Vangelis. My number two yep. is Munich. Because you rated purely on movie quality. Because it's a good movie that's about the Olympics. <laughs> okay. It's not about this sport of the Olympics. It's an Olympic movie. Yeah, I get it. Yep. It's in my list. That's like saying... Chariots of Fire is not a sports movie because they're just running. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Anyway, my drum roll because I can't think of what your no, number one number is. My number one is Miracle. Oh, okay, I haven't seen that. Even though I'm not an ice hockey fan, yeah. it's a very well-made sports movie that I think- I wonder if it's on that list. From memory is pretty true to the story. What do you mean Mirac- on, on the list? Oh, that AFI 100 list. Oh. Miracle on 34th Street. Miracle Worker. Nope, no Miracle. AFI didn't like no, it. Not the 2004 film. Miracle Ice Who's Hockey. in that? Like Patrick Swayze or something? Uh, Kurt Russell. Oh, I always get them confused. Miracle from 2004. The Miracle on Ice was an ice hockey game during the 1980 Winter Olympics in Lakes Placid, New York. Yeah. Uh, between the USA and the Russia. Mm, cold war shit. Yep. Um, my number one. Yes. Is Chariots of Fire. Chariots of Fire. Okay. Um, Very good. I the have... only thing I don't like about the movie, other than it's a bit slow, yep. which is hilarious because they're running. <laughs> um, it's is, also iconically slow. Yeah. <laughs> is that it's an oldie timey movie with modern music and it doesn't quite line up for me. That's the only, that's the always yeah, thing that okay. irks me a bit of it. That's my, as the kids say, that's the film's ick. <laughs> yeah. I did have a spot for honourable mention, but as I struggled to get five movies, I yeah. didn't have an honourable mention <laughs> for the my top five Olympic movies. There you go. So that's that. Next week, let's have a look at what we're doing. The schedule for next week, because it's been 30 years of cool runnings. Oh, we are doing one from 20 years ago. Oh, okay. So that's 2003. It is School of Rock. Oh, uh, okay. So, John Candy to Jack Black. Yeah. Six degrees yeah. of separation, please. John Candy. Well, yeah, John Candy. 
John Candy. John Candy. Jack or Joan Black. Cusack as Ooh. well. Oh. Right? Oh, I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah. Can I fast forward her bits? <laughs> no, because they're kind of important. Um, True. And she's in good terms in it, of though. other people in the movie, I feel like it's just going to be John- Jack Black and Joan Cusack. Pretty much. And kids. kids. That's, be- that's basically the movie. Oh, um, precocious kids? One's particularly I precocious. I hope not. Um, All right. John Jack Candy. Black, John Candy. John Candy. We can get to Steve Martin. Yeah. Can Steve Martin get us to Jack Black somehow? What's Jack Black done? Kung Fu um, Pandas. Kung Fu Panda. Uh, School of Rock. Tenacious D. Jumanji. Ugh. Um, King Kong. Yeah, King Kong. Um, the Super the Holiday, Mario movie. The Holiday. Kate Winslet. Oh, that's true. Cameron, that Cameron Diaz. Diaz. Jude, Jude Law. Law. So that's, that helps. That's about it. <laughs> um, oh, no, I was, I was just going to do Jack Black to Cameron Diaz to Lucy Liu to Kung Fu Panda, which is Jack Black. Yeah. It doesn't help. So you just made every, two extra steps. Every time. Okay, so Jack Black, Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet to... What's hmm. Steve Martin done? Steve Martin, we can all, but we've also got Moira Rose... Yeah. Catherine O'Hara, John Hurd, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. That can help with John Candy. Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Carrie Fisher. Yes. Aretha Franklin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Not helping. Um, Okay. John Candy to Jack Black. The Rock, Karen Gillan, and... Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart from Jumanji. Hmm. Hmm. John Candy. Cameron Diaz. Ben Stiller. To John Candy somehow. Jack Black's not in Tropic Thunder, is he? Yeah, I think he is. Which is another Ben Stiller, Robert Downey Jr., which gets you to Karen Gillan, which gets you back to Jack Black. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. Why Steve was it Martin e- why was, was it- in parenthood? Why was it easier to connect Oliver to Cool Runnings? I don't know. <laughs> because Gladiator. From Cool Runnings to School of Rock. Um via parent Steve Martin is parent trap with Bonnie Hunt. Parent trap or parenthood? Parenthood. Diane Weiss. She- he's also cheaper by the dozen. Yes. And Bonnie Hunt's the mum in that. Yeah. And she was in Jumanji. The original Jumanji. The original Jumanji. <laughs> okay, there's no one that's in the original Jumanji that's in the reboot Jumanji. And there's the problem. And that's why I haven't watched it. <laughs> um, okay. John Candy. John Candy, Catherine O'Hara, John Hurd, Tara Reid. <laughs> to go back to our Sharknado. Uh, far out. Can this Tara Reid kind get of you to Jack Black? Than you think. Who was in Parenthood? You know, I feel like, like Diane it should be. Keanu Reeves was in Parenthood. Diane Weiss. Diane Weiss. We did something with her recently. Birdcage. Robin Williams. Jumanji. Yeah, Jumanji. <laughs> Every, all roads lead. All roads, all roads lead, lead to Jumanji. To the wrong Jumanji. Yeah. Um, Bonnie Hunt. I can't think of it. Ben Stiller. Hang on. You can get to Ben Stiller. So what you can do, how did we get 
to Robin Williams Jumanji? Bonnie Hunt. Bonnie Hunt was in pair. So uh, cheaper by the dozen. So then with Steve Martin. We can go John Candy to Steve Martin with planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. Steve Martin to Bonnie Hunt in Cheaper by the Dozen. Yep. Bonnie Hunt to Robbie Williams, Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah. Robin Williams in Jumanji. Yeah. Robin Williams to Ben Stiller in Night at the Museum. And then Ben Stiller to Jack Black in Tropic Thunder. Nice. Yeah. Done. If you're watching on the YouTube, I counted nine, but that was not yeah. accurate. Okay, I counted nine fingers. Because every name you said, you went one, one, went one, one. Name, movie, name, yeah. movie. All right, don't follow the fingers. That works. Oh, thank the Lord. Okay, John Candy, Steve Martin, Bonnie Hunt, <coughs> Robin Williams, yeah. Ben Stiller, Jack Black. Thank That's God for Bonnie six. Hunt. Is there a quicker way? Didn't we get anybody, some quicker way to go Diane Weiss to Robin, anybody Robin Williams? Anybody say that? Diane Weiss. Oh, it's still John Lithgow, Kevin Bacon, Diane Weiss, Michael Caine. Yeah. Anyway, we did it. We did it. All right. If you've done better, um, let us know on the socials. Yes. All right. Next week we are watching School of Rock on the twenty for the twentieth anniversary. Yes, we not are. A, not a huge Jack Black fan. You're not a huge Jack Black fan or a Joan Cusack fan? It might not be a fun night no, for you. <laughs> no, it might not be. Hopefully these kids are good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of To Drink Cinema. Uh, watch School of Rock and tune in next week. Thank you, Brett. Thanks, Lee. Cheers. Thanks for listening to To Drink Cinema. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast was produced and pay our respects to Elders past and present. If you'd like to support the podcasts, either leave the tip or become a member for early access to these episodes by using the link in the show notes. Join the Facebook group for more chat about the movies we review and make sure you follow us on the socials to keep up to date. Hit the subscribe button and leave us a review on your podcast app. Happy viewing and drink responsibly. If you're enjoying this episode of Two Drink Cinema, check out our other podcast, Two Out of Three Recommend. Each week, we get together to chat about life and recommend drinks, movies, shows, and things to keep you busy. Check out the link in the show notes for this episode or find the highlights on the socials.